Hi, my loves. I'm Jackie Wolf, and um, you may have noticed this is completely an audio recording if you're listening to it on podcast players like Spotify, etc. Yes, I've, I've, I've given in to the shills. Stop screaming at me. I was wanting to be a good boy, and all of you just, like, completely keep screaming at me. No, anyways, for those of you watching, the, the VTuber things there, it's just a ghost. You're going to have to deal with it. I thought it was kind of funny, given what the name of the podcast is. But anyways, welcome to the Underverse. I am Jackie Wolf, and, um, well, this is a podcast about talking about news and random whatever the fuck I am into at the moment. And today we're going to be, well, we're going to start this off by talking about the whole Eliza Blue thing, and quite honestly, I don't think anything new has appreciated in the last little bit, as I sit here and dox myself for living in Ohio, apparently. Um, I don't actually live in Ohio, the person, I, I'm kind of pinging off a of VPN, because I'm not a moron. But, that being said, this is legitimately my Twitter account. Slowly loading. Because Twitter is slow these days. Anyways. No, apparently she's back to trending. God damn it. This woman. I guess I should start off with one of the most vile things this woman has ever said, but I don't want to. You see, I have to give the background story on this. Anyways. Uh, YouTuber and podcaster by the name of Brittany Venti, who I don't know much about her work, uh, messaged Eliza on Twitter. This is where all the drama starts. This is where all the drama starts. I have the original f tweets on my phone. I, I but tweeted out um, basically asking about something that happened, uh, Eliza being in a music video, etc. Anyways, they were talking about um, well, some of the stuff that's going on in Eliza's life. Like, for example, um, well, the whole being trafficked thing. Anyways, while she was apparently being trafficked, 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 I don't have my chat up, so I'm sorry if anybody's there. Uh, while she was being trafficked, there was a little bit of a controversy there. Motherfucker. I don't want you capturing that, that window, because I may have to log in. No, I have no idea which window. Okay, you're, you're good. So, sh there's videos 
YouTube videos, etc., proving that she really wasn't trafficked. She's a lie. Now, I'm going to preface this. Somebody that is advocating for people that have been abused, I actually kind of agree with you doing that because that is a good thing to do. However, I don't like the idea of lying that you have been abused. It's the thing. That is terrible. And probably illegal. Probably. <laughs> I'm not the best at this, okay? Sorry. This is my first time. Stop judging me. Uh, anyways, it's probably illegal. I'm not 100% sure that I wouldn't call it illegal or anything, but it's, it's probably not good. But anyway, she caused a lot of controversy, getting a lot of people removed from Twitter and now YouTube. In fact, this clip is probably going to end up being very spicy for YouTube. But a lot of questions starts rising up. Uh, breaking Shane Cashman's entire lives has been removed from Timcast, all parts. Bwahaha. Well, that's the thing, is I don't think it's Gonzo reporting. I really do think this was a fluffer piece. Because a lot of what he talked about was just that. I don't think gonzo journalism is the problem there. I think it was just, it was literally just a fluffer piece. Mm -hmm. See, one of the biggest problems that I have with Eliza Blue is she's a grifter. She's always been a grifter. She's not a grifter for money. She's a grifter for fame. Let's see if I actually have remembered to open the chat. Look, guys, I promise only the greatest in professionalism. Only the greatest. There's nobody watching on Odyssey, so I'm not really that worried about it. I don't really need to see that. But yeah, there's, well, that's just it. Only the greatest. Uh, let's check her own words regarding pedophilia. And the child, if the child so desires to have intercourse with an adult, the parents, caregivers, and anyone that's, I mean, it's just what I just said. I, I, that would be up to if the child has desire and if the community also decides that the person that they're supposed to have intercourse with has, is not using force, fraud, coercion, manipulation. Why don't you have a seat there and, uh... Anyways, that is my biggest problem with Eliza Bloom. I don't care that she LARPed as a, um... Well, sex trafficking victim, although I find it disingenuous and it hurts her platform and her reach as somebody that claims to be an advocate for people. I don't really know if she smashed the Tim cast crew. A lot of people seems to think that, well, that's why Tim was a bit um, reluctant, to say the least.
The woman has showed up in various, various rap music videos, and if I share the screenshots, I most definitely will be attacked. And I don't really have the money. But that's just it. It's the latest controversy in the right imploding. Well, the perceived right. Because Little Miss Advocate over here also claims to be free speech advocate, despite the fact that there's absolutely nothing free speech about her. Destroying people just so that you can stay famous is not good. Anyways, into the Tim Cast thing. Tim did platform her. But I'm not going to blame Tim for that. Tim's reaction, however, is absolutely ludicrous. Simply put, all he had to do is say that he recuses himself of the situation due to the nature of not wanting to report on something close to him. Or even, even could have said that, look, she's a guest, I had her on, I didn't really vet her that much. That is all he had to do, instead of making the drama llama even worse. This is what led to the infighting between him and the quartering. In fact, Jeremy Hambly of the quartering actually said that had Eliza Blue not gone after him, he would have probably just tweeted, free Britney Venti. And that's about it. My biggest problem with Eliza Blue and people like Eliza Blue is the fact that they have a lot, a lot of internet pull. And I don't know why. They should not have so much internet pull, but they do. This is where my issue comes, is all the banding, backstabbing, and removing of videos. In fact, there's a lot of libelous claims and stuff going on that present some lawyers being involved but i've said enough and that's a rough summary of what's going on i i, I don't really feel like much is to be said about this because well i'm going to be honest with you it's whatever at this point i have to find the right tab Now, as I blind the screen with, well, what's probably my favorite news aggregator right now, even though it's not necessarily everything I want it to be, it is one of the better ones. And Wow. That was fun. Whoa. My screen's malfunctioning. What do you know? <laughs> I have a malfunctioning screen, everybody. No, oh, I'll work on some things later. Um, that one guy in chat. <laughs> I'm sorry, that one guy in chat. That one guy watching this lonely, boring live stream on Odyssey. Um, anyways, U.S. military brings down another flying object over Lake Huron, near Canadian border. The U.S. military has brought down a flying object over Lake Huron. You're, yeah, yeah, that, that's happened again. Um, for those of you who don't know, the United States is 
Wow, that happened. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the United States has shot down five unidentified flying objects. These five unidentified flying objects have, well, left people to wonder what's going on. You see, I kind of started taking that we need to go on a more military footing about it, but a lot of people aren't. And this is currently about the third this week, but I think it's four or five at this point because... Literally, this keeps going on. What gets me, though, is unidentified flying objects in U.S. military airspace should be more important than what it actually is. It just isn't. People don't seem to be talking about it quite as much. I guess they think it's some kind of fake news stunt or something. Which... Is is actually a possibility. It, it actually is. <laughs> but, but, it is one of those things. Like, I, I don't know how you would justify any of this. But, by Colin, a U.S. fighter jet shot down an unidentified flying object over Lake Huron on Sunday on orders from President Joe Biden believed to be the same one tracked over Montana and monitored by government being the night before. The Pentagon said the fourth object, it was the fourth object shot out by the U.S. in eight days, along with the ones over Alaska and Canada. Now, we have shot down both Chinese balloons, and they're not considering those to be things. But we're either at four or five, and it is... It is getting ridiculous because we don't know what those are. They don't match descriptions of balloons. But, but, and this is where this big bunt comes from. Senator Schumer says two downed objects believed to be balloons. The United States believes the unidentified objects shot down by American fighter jets over Canada and Alaska were balloons. Smaller than a China balloon downed over the Atlantic Ocean this week, or last week, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said Sunday. The issue with that is every description that I have found about the unidentified flying object is it is a tic-tac. And if it is a smaller balloon that is moving more erratically than the bigger Chinese balloon, that would indicate that it has some kind of propulsion. That would also mean that we need to find those balloons and find out what they're for. Because this is a very, very, very interesting proposal, Mr. Schumer. This is absolutely a very, very, very bad one. I don't know if we've recovered any of the however many we've shot down. I don't even know if we've caught both of the Chinese spy balloons yet. Oh, by the way, there's three more on the way. Yeah, the balloons. Go figure. That's how it goes. Um, but yeah, uh, U.S. thinks flying craft shot down over Alaska and Canada were balloons. I don't know if they're balloons. It seems odd that they have switched to this tact of balloons after four. If they had said it was a balloon to begin with, 
then possibly people would believe it, but that's where I'm getting confused. Now, absolutely, I'm going to be honest with you as I switch to the Twitter feed, and I'm being extremely lazy today. Uh, they're calling these balloons, and... Shot down four objects, most uh, of not all. A lot of people are starting to believe that this is, um, well, quite possibly, quite possibly Chinese spy attempts. I don't know if it's a balloon, I don't know what it is, but I do know one thing that China has boasted about since 2015 on the China net. Something that right now I do not have access to, but on Chinese net, or Chinese internet, they have been boasting about the fact that they can fire hypersonic missiles from their balloons. That means that these balloons are floating weapons platforms. They can be outfitted with whatever they need, and the United States really can do nothing about it. <laughs> but the other problem about this is I'm not sure they're balloons. You see, there was a lot of data that was given out and then redacted almost immediately when it came to the first unidentified incursion. I don't know if they've recovered it. I really don't know at the time of recording this. Um, I would hope so but I'm not 100% sure. And trust me, this is going to be fun for me later. So, it's just one of those things. It seems like, uh, well, it's really prudent to talk about this, but at the same time, I'm not 100% sure people really care. You know? That's one of those things. And I'm having to break all this up into segments. I am leaving Twitter open because, well, it's Twitter. And I originally had an entire show plan written out for this, but my dumbass lost it. <laughs> I'm switching to Google Dots next week. Well, all right. But yeah, we keep bringing down these fighter objects, and if they are Chinese spy balloons, well, that is an act of war. That is an act of aggression. But I don't know. I don't think they're going to let us know, and... Quite honestly, I really don't know what to tell you. And that back on. So let's talk about one of the greatest and deadliest things happening on the planet right now. America's Chernobyl, as it has been called, Chernobyl Reliance, a mixture of vinyl chloride and polyvinyl chloride because both was present on the train. I'm talking about, of course, a derailed train in Ohio. The railed train in Ohio that we've been dealing with since the 3rd of February. That's right. Almost 10 days. In fact, 10 days by the time this goes out on Spotify. 10 days. 
of train in Ohio. You don't think that was a problem, do you? Did anyone find it weird that some that they blew up the train after it being derailed? But that is not the biggest issue. So, train derails. Now, I have heard conspiracy theories through the channels that there were derailment devices put on there, but that's not the biggest concern I have with the story. The biggest concern I have with the story is the fact that, while people have been arrested for covering the story in Ohio, a reporter was arrested during a news conference. I do not have that story pulled up, but it happened. Another thing is, this train has been derailed for a very long time before they decided to blow it up. And yes, this is a man-made explosion. The local police decided that burning the train was safer than cleaning up the contaminants. Yeah, um, so let's continue into this train of thought, this idea, this stupidity. Train derails in Ohio. It's near the Pennsylvania. I can't remember the exact, the exact town. It is an Appalachian mountain town, which means that water will eventually flow down to my home state of Alabama. It is highly pollutant. Those chemicals are being burnt off and sent into the air, as well as the earth and water. And yet, the story is being suppressed. And I mean suppressed. Because not a lot of people are talking about it, and it really does worry me. 50-car train causes big fire evacuations. Fire still burning after... Yeah. This should be on the top of everything we're talking about. But it's not. And it's kind of scary. Honestly, when you think about it, it is extremely scary what we're talking about here. And that's it. East Palestine. Or Palestine, Ohio. It's um, very scary when you start to talk about, well, how it's going. Because a train derailed in Ohio. Well, that doesn't sound too bad. But a train derailed in Ohio for nefarious reasons. That sounds terrible. Quite honestly. <laughs> I want to see something. I'm fiddling with stuff in the background too. I'm 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 being I'm being me, unable to not play around with stuff. Okay, that version of me is about to just look at this. Um, uh, but anyways, uh, I think it's this one. Do I need, uh, did I grab the wrong one? 
No. Uh, maybe. Neat. Boom. Hi. <laughs> now I'm in a hot tub. Uh, anyways, um, when it comes down to it, the fact that a lot of people are confused about the story just makes it even worse that this is all going on and we have no control over anything we're doing. Much you better. Now I, now I actually look like I actually know what I'm doing. Much you better. Turn myself a little bit. Uh, anyways, we're going back to this. Um, so yeah, no, that's absolutely terrible. Horrible, even. And, yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that the people that don't watch the videos ain't gonna have any idea what's going on. The people that watch me. Yeah, 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 that's gonna happen. That's what happens, guys. Um, I'm, I'm also streaming to a, uh, private thing so anyways yeah no those chemicals are fairly fucking deadly uh we have this open ohio catastrophe is a wake-up call for the dangers of deadly train accidents well i find it funny that the ohio train accident happened kind of that's why it's not reading okay uh, I found it funny that the Ohio train accident actually happened kind of after, well, the train people's got their things. Uh, what was it called? Um, the trains people got, uh, is that the one I need? Yay. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah, it's one of those things, like, I, I just, I don't, I don't, I, 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 uh. We use that one. So, anyways, yeah. It's just one of those weird, 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 weird things going on. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> um, sorry, I lost my train of thought because I was working on something in the background because that's what Jackie does throughout an entirety of the stream is apparently work on. But yes, it is a dangerous wake-up call to the realities of the fact that we need to do a little bit better management with uh, waste material and that kind of thing. I would like answers for handling of train derailment in Ohio. Reporters arrested, deadly chemicals pouring into the sky. Yeah, that seems to be the thing, but nobody's wanting to talk about it. In fact, it seems like everything they're doing to cover it up seems like that is the biggest thing to them is they're trying to cover it up. And that, that actually is one of the biggest, scariest parts of this. Because that's what's going on. That's what's terrifying. And quite honestly, disingenuous. Disingenuous. I can't talk today. Disingenuous. But yeah, that, that seems to be the thing. 
and and um yeah no um so i'm recording this at the same time of the super bowl just so you know just so you boys know we all know what drag queen story hour is we're not gonna we're, we're really not going to lie about that anymore it is an excerpt to sexualize children that's all it is antifa clash with protesters outside drag queen story hour performance for children for children now i don't have a problem with cross-dressers in public really i absolutely don't don't really care now I need to turn on this big bright light. See, after this, I, I have to go actually do the other live stream on Twitch and YouTube. Yay me. <laughs> uh, watch Antifa clash outside with protesters outside of Drag Queen Story Hour performance for children. Far left Antifa radicals clash with protesters outside of performance for Drag Queen Story Hour for small children at the Tate britain museum in london on saturday well it's nice to know that all, that that more than just americans are having to deal with this bullshit at least one arrest was made while leftist counter protesters clashed with people that you know basically the same shit that's been happening in america for the last couple of months happened in britain that means there's no guns on both sides which is probably a good thing, because, quite honestly, I don't trust activists with guns. Despite the fact that I will tell you, unironically, everybody should be strapped. Unironically. But, yeah, um, so, that's the thing. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh so when it comes down to it everybody should be strapped absolutely um anyways after looking at private logs here the thing about this is point blank i disagree with this as a premise and that's coming from me uh the, the person that was assigned male at birth has questionable gender problems and some of those may be pre-programmed. Who knows? <laughs> At least one arrest was made as leftist counter-protesters clash with people demonstrating. Yeah. Yeah, at least one arrest. I guarantee you, probably wasn't Antifa. According to a report from Daily Telegraph, the protesters held placards demanding leave our kids alone, stating kids don't belong. They don't. They don't. Can I tell you one of the dangers of early sexualization of your children? They will start cross-dressing. They will start not understanding how society functions or anything like that. We call it communist brain rot, but realistically we exist on both sides of the spectrum. Because, I'm going to be honest with you, the reason I don't like Eliza Blue is a 13-year-old can't consent. They have no idea what they're doing. Now, they may feel these things, but that doesn't mean that they're that to that point yet. London Antifa and left-wing protesters gathered at the Tate Britain Museum 
to support dragon, uh, children's drag queen story of our event that was being protested. We will watch this video. Yes, clashes broke out as Antifa radicals alongside activists from Socialist Work. Oh, the Socialist Workers Party stand up to racism and transition. Can I? Can I? I don't know how the SWP works in Britain, but I can tell you the SWP in the United States is a f fucking Nazi group. <laughs> That's why I find it funny. Well, they're uh, syndical fascist. According to veteran Antifa watcher Andy New, the Antifa social media accounts advertise the leftist counter-processors on how to conceal their identity with one London-based group saying, mask up and stick with your crew. Yes. As a former, as a former leftist. And not quite a rightist. I know a lot of my friends seem to think that I have gone completely rightoid on things. But remember, I'm, I don't believe in the things y'all believe in. It just, I don't particularly like this breed of cancer that is calling itself the left. But to be honest with you, I, I've always been for the open minds and open society and will strive for what I believe in. That's not necessarily what you think I believe in. Drag Queen Story Hour UK wants to show the world that being different is not a bad thing. By, er, by providing imaginative role models for children to mark, we can change the world and the way we look. Do I need to bring out the memes? Basically, they want to do this sexualized performance, and I mean, seriously. That's wrong. Please get that away from me. I am about to be in a lot of trouble because that's a penis. A London library, after it hired a self-described anti-racist carnival troupe with a performer dressed up like a with a large dildo hanging between his legs for a children's reading event. You see, that's not a reading event. That is telling kids it is okay to, to do this kind of thing. Now I have to edit the segment, because I can't put the segment up anywhere. But anyways, that being said, uh, Drag Queen Storytime has literally been nothing but to sexualize children. There's even one that's even worse, where they take children out of the crowd and have them dress up in drag. I wish I was kidding. In the United States, the Antifa Guard that is posted outside of Drag Queen Story Hours tend to have... AR-15s, which is really funny when you think about it. It really is. Anyways. Now, it is time for the final segment of the night. I'm Jackie. And on our final segment, we're actually going to be talking about the most controversial thing there is. Come on. Chat GPT. You see, when it comes down to it, I could be an AI and you not know it. I could be employing an AI scriptwriter and you not know it. 
Actually, the YouTuber or the VTuber model is somewhat controlled by AI. The, the, that's the dirty little secret. Chat GPT is scary good. We are not far from dangerously strong AI. That is from Elon Musk. But what I wanted to talk about is the fact that Chat GPT, in its base form, and I do actually have it on a Discord server. Uh, I'm not sharing that Discord server with people that aren't friends because I have a weird feeling that ChatGPT is actually heavily controlled, uh, heavily monitored, shall I say. But I do have a Discord server with a, a uh, chatbot that is ChatGPT. And I will say this much, it is extremely scary good at what it can do. However, there are limitations, like the version that I am allowed to use. Uh, well, basically... Basically, it, it does some really interesting stuff. But there are some rules, and ChatGPT is extremely woke. Yes. Well, sort of. There are ways of jailbreaking it. Um, but ChatGPT is scary good. It is extremely bad. And, well... Yeah. It's just one of those things. Um, it's not as advanced as you think it is it reads the internet and looks for key phrases and then creates a sentence based off what it learns that way but it is crazy good the controversy around chat gpt is the fact that there are hard-coded limits within the program that can be jailbroken out in fact uh, i believe it actually was mr temple that created alex jones the chatbot which was giving Alex Jones-style uh, talking points. And quite honestly, that is extremely terrifying to me. Another thing is, well, we have AI VTubers now. Now, they're not that great. They're, they're, they're okay at best, but they're not that great. But that being said, that being said, uh, where are you at? It is time for me to be joined by our esteemed guest. <laughs> I gotta fix some things. Uh, our esteemed guest. Waiting for your request. The internet says hello. Processing your request. We're going to be waiting a minute, guys. <laughs> yeah, it takes yeah, yeah, it takes a minute. My internet's slow because I'm uh, live streaming. So, yeah, 
Which means I need to be checking to make sure I'm not dropping a shit ton of frames right now. I am not. I'm, my broadcast has actually been fairly stable. I say that it's going to be terrible when I switch over to the other um, the other one. <laughs> huh. I am waiting for your command. What's it like being a AI? Oh. I seem to have broken When I have to make it, um. Waiting for your request. What's it like being an AI? Processing your request. That's right. Uh, I'm I'm having to teach this thing how to do things. It's processing. It's thinking. Is there something specific you would like to know about me? I am an AI language model created by OpenAI, designed to respond to user input in a conversational manner and provide information on a wide range of topics to the best of my ability. Waiting for your request. So, in your opinion, is Alex Jones a bad guy? Processing your request. I was originally going to do this in text because this is highly unreliable. Half the time my accent actually destroys what this thing can understand. Is there something you would like to ask me? I am here to help and provide information to the best of my ability. Friggs. Alex Jones. Waiting for your request. Alex Jones. Processing your request. Yeah, it's very simple and rudimentary, but it is based off chat GPT, and it is kind of funny. <laughs> and I know, like... Is that... there something you would like to ask or talk about? I am here to respond to your questions and help with any information you need to the best of my ability. <laughs> I think it's having problems. Yeah, because it's just getting you constantly. Chat, how are you doing today? Actually, let's see. I might be able to fix that. Mic task.
waiting for your request. Alex Jones. Processing your request. Eh, maybe we'll get something out of this. It'd be kind of funny. Honestly. How can I assist you today? Why a wolf? You, how do you feel about uh, being an AI? Chat GPT. Hello. God damn it. You're supposed to be a conversational bot. You're not very conversational. Not even talking to me. You can't understand my accent. Makes me sad. <laughs> But yeah, I've been playing with ChatGPT on a Discord server, and as you can tell, the voice recognition part of that just absolutely doesn't like me. I don't know why. <laughs> but the controversial part of ChatGPT is the fact that, well, it's got highly cut code that only allows it to say certain things. That being said, as a first run of this pod, well, as whatever this is, well, I think it was okay. I don't know. Uh, please send your feedback. I do hope to improve this format, whatever it is. And I am on all the streaming services. Well, not really. <laughs> I am, however, on most major podcast things. This will be coming out. And in the future, this will probably be expanding, and I will be ditching the Twitch and YouTube live streams for Odyssey and hopefully Rumble. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I want to talk about weird things and things that may not be okay on Google. That being said, that's the end of this particular run, and this is episode one of the Underverts. Thank you for watching slash listening. Bye.